Hi, welcome to another episode of Amplify Your Soul. I'm Jen. And I'm Juliet. And welcome to today's episode, which is a spiritual chat with friends. Today, we're going to have a very interesting discussion about spiritual frauds. We're both um, new to the spiritual space, so we want to talk about uh, in the spiritual space of, of our own spiritual awakenings, how, how we've come across some topics that are, or people or movies or people who channel or uh, podcasts where we're saying, should we believe this? Should we not? We're on our spiritual journey. We should believe in everything, right? On this, uh, that anything, anybody who talks about the other side, right? And in, in some kind of way, we should be listening and, 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 and believing in it. Right, Jen? Wrong. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> right, but wrong. What you're saying is so right. And we, now this is going to be our ninth episode. And we thank you so much for being with us, subscribing, listening. And we want to just kind of update you on what's been happening in our lives spiritually, especially over the holiday break that we've taken and some of the things we've watched or seen or experienced. And at the end, stay tuned for an automatic writing. We're going to have our guides answer how to avoid spiritual frauds. Yes, we'll be talking about that topic as well as other topics like we discussed. Um, and over the break, we've had many um, chances to, you know, watch different shows. I know for you, Jen, you want, you watched a couple of shows that kind of just threw you off there. And for me, um, I want to go and do a QHHT session because for me, the best way to avoid fraud is to experience the information myself. And that means if those of you who are not familiar with QHHT, it was a, it's a hypnosis uh, technique developed by Dolores Cannon, and you can look up her name. She is uh, very famous in the spiritual world for her uh, books, her writing, her uh, or hypno, um, hypnosis sessions that she has developed. And for me, with all the fraud going on, I'm thinking, hey, why don't I just be hypnotized and see all this great stuff myself and have my higher self answer these questions? Um, for, and I do channel. Everyone's going, well, Julia, you channel. Don't you have the direct connection already? I'm like, yeah, but my human mind really wants to see this stuff. I, You know, my guides talk about love and light all the time. But for me to be under hypnosis and actually see and experience and talk about it, not from a channeling point of view, but more from a human point of view, um, my higher self, so to speak, I think that would be very interesting to see that. So that, that's what I've been thinking about over the, the break. Um, you had mentioned that you had spoken uh, or seen some a, a couple of movies. Tell us about your experiences over the break. So I would just like to start with, this is my own personal opinion. And I watched a few docu-series, one about Twin Flames Universe and another that was Woman of God. And both of those docu-series, in my opinion, were filled with mind control methods where the people who were so open and new or exploring their spiritual journeys and where they wanted to go got sucked in to what is loving and inspirational 
to begin with or on the surface. And then it's just, for me, I, in my opinion, there were these messages of like hate and like with the woman of God, she was espousing that she was God incarnate. And then you would hear her yelling at her followers, like, well, you're not listening to God or this or that, if they would not basically obey what she wanted them to do. And that really took me aback. Like, here we are in our podcast, and we are here to, as we've said all along, share and spread light and love. We are not here to become the next spiritual gurus or like these people in the docu-series. And we just, it's like a public service announcement. We want part of today's episode to be focused on how to discern, how to recognize that it is based on love and light and your best possible growth and not about the person who's talking to you, not about the person who is espousing what they are or claiming who they are to be above or better than you. I I totally agree on that point. And I know in my own personal space of um, becoming spiritually awake, the first thing I went to was YouTube and I see all these thumbnails with these alien heads and googly eyes and, and, you know, and I start watching and immediately, immediately I said, nope, mm -mm, this one isn't for me. And I, and I had to do a lot of searching and just didn't originally pop up. Uh, the algorithm didn't know, right? So the algorithm on YouTube uh, sometimes gets it wrong. Who The person that spiritually awakens wants to look at ETs, wants to look at channeling, wants to look at mediumship, wants to look at all kinds of things about how to spiritually awaken, meditation, all these different things, chakras. Uh, the algorithm doesn't know you personally is what I'm going to say. Google does not know you personally. You may think it does. It knows where you surf and what you love, but it doesn't know what's going to personally resonate with you because we're all different. And so I just want to make sure that, um, you know, the fact that that caught your attention, right? Let's talk about how did that catch your attention in the first place to even go down that rabbit hole? Let's talk about that. I was in the mood for a docuseries or a documentary and I was just scrolling through. I literally typed in on Prime. I was like, oh, what docuseries are there? And of course, because of the spiritual path, like I got docuseries on um, all sorts of topics that popped up. But I'm telling you, even though I don't watch a lot of spiritual stuff on Prime, they knew I was interested in spiritual stuff because the first ones that popped up were Woman of God. And I also then saw the one that Amazon has on the Twin Flames universe pop up. But I chose Woman of God and watched that days before I did the Twin Flames one. And so it just drew me in because I was like, how does someone develop this kind of following? Again, this is all my opinion. Fear is at the base of it. They use fear to drive people in. They suck them in with the good messaging. They suck them in with the good messaging and you're going to lead a good life and, and, you know, be kind and kindness will come back, which is true with the way the laws of the universe work. Yeah. So you're surfing on Amazon. You see this docuseries come up, woman of God. I don't, I don't know what the, what the thumbnail looks like, but you're, you're actually saying, oh, a woman of God, I'm on this spiritual journey. That sounds good. Let me go ahead and, and watch it. And then it becomes into some kind of 2020 episode where you're, you're trying to figure out the plot and the ending and, and who gets hurt and why, who, when, where, what, why, right? 
and uh, but you still kept watching it. I did. Going to the thumbnail, though, it is her as a healthy, average, run-of-the-mill woman looking beautiful before she goes through this market transformation. And um, I don't want to spoil it for anyone, but they draw you in with, here's this person looking beautiful, looking normal, looking like the everyday person. So that's what their image is. And then as you get into it and, you know, reading the description, I knew it was going to be about her being a cult leader, but. Oh, it said it in the description. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So that's interesting. So now they're saying something positive with a negative in the description. Right. And so that's catching your attention. Right. Right. Like how does this beautiful everyday woman become a cult leader? She was so normal looking and that's how people are probably attracted to her to begin with. And then as the theology or the indoctrination occurs, it's just, it's fascinating. I feel like I should have been a sociology major. How did it make you feel at the, right? After you watched it, were you just- How did it make me feel to be honest? Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh my God, I'm doing this podcast and I'm putting myself out there spiritually. And- there are some crazy people out there. And I was like, I don't want to be associated with this crazy woman of God lady. I don't want people to think that I'm like, am some cult leader at some point. Like it really made me question our podcast and having these conversations. And it gave me a, just a big pause. Like, for example, um, I had briefly mentioned that I worked with Peter too, to learn to channel and I was going to channel on our podcast and I'm not going to channel. I'm not ready to channel publicly. And so I want to talk that whole conversation with you because you have been amazing in sharing your gift of channeling angel light. But after watching woman of God, I was like, Oh my gosh. Like there are so many people who are easily influenced and I don't ever want to be a part of putting out something negative or harmful to people. And all I felt was the harm that came from this woman of God. In my opinion, again, it's all my opinion and Juliet's opinions too, in terms of discussing this. And I was just like, there's just so much harm. And the whole reason, the whole PSA is like, a spiritual journey should not be about harm. It's about releasing the negative, the the constraints that you have, the fear, so that you can get to your core essence. And I totally agree with that. And I'm going to say PSA is public service announcement. Again, for those of you who might not be familiar with that terminology, But Jen, you bring up such a good point. Again, it brought up fear. You did not want to be a part of that. You were fearful that, you know, we're doing our own podcast now. And then this is coming out. This docuseries is coming out. Are people going to associate us with that? You know, especially with my channeling, which you mentioned, well, they're not the normal channelers that sound very profound, like Theo and some others. You may speak right? Theo says that a lot. And I love that because, oh, well, now I feel like, you know, you've got, you've got some authority. My, my people are love and light <laughs> on the other side, my, the energy group. 
Um, and they're all over the place. And, and I am even embarrassed to look at myself channeling sometimes thinking, oh my God, that I am, did I really do that? But you know what? I'm doing it for my soul and I have to take a step back. Did they bring fear to you? Did they make you feel fearful in any way, shape or form? Now, in practice sessions, someone told me, they kind of made me feel like um, I need to do something like I'm not doing something that I should be doing. Okay. Well, if that's the case, then I, I don't know what to say to that. Maybe, you know, it, it's, it's like, um, um, maybe it's just giving you that boost you needed, but it wasn't necessarily in the way that you wanted that boost. But from my experience, and, and I wouldn't be channeling at all, let's be clear, if they brought any negative thing at all to make you feel unloved in any way, I would not be channeling, period. And I wouldn't be doing this podcast. And I probably wouldn't be experiencing the, the spiritual journey that I'm on now. I would have shut it down completely. Uh, and for example, like the book that I am supposed to channel and write, they started, I was channeling it and they were going on the, the, the verge of saying people, you know, cause their own cancer, shut it down. It has been a year and I shut that down because I said, I'm not doing that. Now, after speaking to several different spiritual people, they're like, well, Julia, you know, there's, there's stuff out there that actually in the spiritual community where people are saying that in a loving way to help people help themselves and not bring that kind of um, level of disease to their body or why they might be doing that X, Y, and Z. So again, you watch that. Yeah. So bringing it full circle to, to uh, fear and how that made you feel, if anything spiritual, uh, is making you feel less than in any way, shape or form fearful, or you just get this gut feeling like, oh my God, what the heck is going on? Stop, immediately stop and you can pivot. There's so many people out there doing spiritual work, so many different light workers out there doing the good work um, in different ways for the spiritual community. And we don't have to, you know, and we don't have to believe a cult, what I want would call a cult leader. She could say, you know, I, I don't know what a name is. She could make up some name of a weird name and say, I am blah, 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 incarnate and still lead people down that same road, I think. So. Exactly. You had mentioned to me off camera about an experience you had on a channeling channel. Do you want yes. to share that? Yes, absolutely. So when my when I was first uh, told I was I, I, I had a spiritual awakening, and then I actually had a message from my guides by someone who channels, I didn't know they channeled and they channeled my guides and said, I am able to channel, uh, like the, the one that was was giving me the information. And I'm like, what? Okay, you know, it sounded cool at the time I go down this deep dive through this YouTube channel where they one of the playlists is where they interview a bunch of channelers just a ton of them. And I, I'm not sure how they vet these, these um, channelers, but I'll, I'll give you two examples. So spent hours watching all these different channelers. They had some great channelers on there, like Cryon. They had some channelers that I've never even heard of. One of them said that he channels God. Well, okay, that piqued my interest. I'm going to watch it. And, and because he had people on his show, like Cryon and Theo and some other channelers, part of me wanted to believe like this guy, these, all these channelers on here were great. So I listened to him. Well, if that's God, God sounds really angry. Why is God so angry? And then he says some negative stuff that's supposed to happen to the world. 
Maybe it happens. Maybe it doesn't. I, I don't know. But do I think God would have put fear in me? Absolutely not. So I put that to the side. Okay, fine. He doesn't, I'm not going to believe any of that. I'm new on my journey and I'm, I'm saying I'm putting that to the side. I'm looking at all the channelers that are bringing positive messages. Then I come across another one. And what she says sounds fascinating. I mean, wow, those are some great answers. Boom, 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 boom. She's getting, she's hitting a hundred with me. It really resonates with me. So I go to her website and this is, and I've talked about this before, but I don't think I mentioned the channeling part. Not sure. Um, I go to her and she has some kind of, I don't know what you call it, a mentoring thing once a month or weekly, whatever it was. And then, uh, wasn't really sure about, um, okay, first backstory. I liked what she channeled. I forgot this part. I liked what she channeled. So then I went to her YouTube channel and I looked at all her videos and she had some interesting stuff. I didn't know about mudras at all. Those are hand positions that you use, um, for energy. A lot of people use them in yoga and things like that. But, uh, she said, if the angels don't ask you to channel, then you, then you're not channeling for real. That was number one. Yes. So I said, so I saw that on her YouTube video and I was like, what? The angels never came to me and asked if they could channel through me. I, you know, they, they didn't need my permission. I just started channeling, uh, when I was ready. And then second, uh, so then, so I was like, okay, that's strange that she said that. Then I went to her circle that she had mentoring circle where she answered questions or did psychic readings. And she wasn't quite, um, she, she didn't know things that I thought she knew about me. Uh, so when it was my turn, so I said, okay, I'm going to book, a, I'm going to book a session. She called herself a mediumship. She, she offers lots of courses about different things. And she, one of the things was mediumship. Okay. Let's, let's give it a go. So I said, okay, I, here we are. I'd love, you know, she didn't do any, I didn't see her face. It was totally over the phone, which is fine. I know some people don't do um, Zoom meetings for their recordings and things like that. So once I, um, she started telling me about my mother and my father, and she literally was describing Archie Bunker and Edith from, you know, and um, I'm like, that is, that's a hundred percent, not my parents. And so I kept going down the road, tell me something else. And so I said, are they alive or dead? Well, then she gave me some, well, they, you, they you, I don't know what she said, but it wasn't clear cut. Yes, they're yet alive. I said, no, tell me the truth. I cornered her. I said, are they alive or dead? And she said, she paused, right? Because she's got a 50-50 chance here. She said, they're dead. I said, eh, you're wrong. Click. You are not a medium. Click. And I hung up on her. Said, and then I said, one's alive. Well, actually, I think I said one's alive and one's dead. And then I hung up on her. And then I emailed her. I had to take a breather because I was very upset. <laughs> I was very, how could you fool me? You know, how could you fool me? And I believed you. I believed you. I believed what you said. How can I be a real channeler? The angels did not come to me. How could I be this if you told me this? I mean, whew, I could go on and on, Jen. So anyway, I said, I sent her a very nice message asking for a refund. And then she gave me a refund. Now, I, now if she didn't give me a refund, I was going to dispute the credit card charge. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, that's what we need to do. We need to use our discernment. And um, 
you know, that early on on my spiritual path, seeing these two being and saying, oh, you could channel and then seeing this and having this, this happen. This, this was before I even, um, I started doing automatic writing first. This was before I even verbally channeled. This happened to me. So yeah, when you want to talk about fraud and going down the, you know, that the wrong path, that, that alone, listening to someone else telling you who you are. Um, one of the people that we both watch, uh, Suzanne Giesman, talks about how somebody that she had uh, read for went to somebody in Sedona, Arizona. Now, you think that's the spiritual place that, that everything happens, right? Yeah, I mean, right. you can't have a psychic on the corner in Sedona. Arizona, that's going to be phony, right? So she goes in there and she has this reading and and, it, and, and, and um, the client of Suzanne Giesman is telling her that they made her feel horrible. Her daughter was, I, I don't remember everything, but I think it was her daughter who passed was making, you know, was uh, that she, that the mother that was still alive wasn't doing the right things to help her daughter on the other side or something to that effect. Really? Really? You're telling me that the me, that a person on the other side is going to uh, blame you and make you suffer as a human because of their passing. That is not true. Uh, and and if any of you disagree with me, please, I you know this may not be for you <laughs> because right. no, yes, going mediumship they do not bring negative messages. And, and channeling was my first gift. Mediumship is my second. And I want to explore that avenue. And when I did, they bring, they bring loving messages. They never bring something harmful. So those experiences that I had with uh, you know, watching those two channelers uh, was insightful, to say the least, of what not, you know, what not to do. So again, if anything does not resonate with anyone, if they are asking for money and more money and, you know, this was, you know, I'll tell you more if you give me an extra thousand dollars, you know, we're not finished yet. Your loved one on the other side uh, says that we should continue this and our next session, you know, will be, you know, and keep leading you down, down the rabbit hole, uh, just trying to, to get money out of you in some way, shape or form. And, you know, even if it's free, like on YouTube where you're watching the video for free, if it doesn't resonate with you, turn it off. So, and I keep preaching this over and over again in almost every video we have, but I think if, if we're talking, we're discussing and having this podcast in, from a beginner's point of view. And so I just want to make sure everyone um, feels like they're in a safe space while they're, you know, they're discovering their own spirituality. Right. Because we're all vulnerable. When I say people can be easily influenced, it's because you're coming from a place of opening up and realizing that we are humans living a spiritual or we are I say I can't even get it right but we are spirits living a human experience and so once you realize that there is more to the human experience you're searching and you're self-discovering and you're vulnerable and easily influenced by oh this person says that that sounds great so one of the things I just want to add to this discussion is there are some amazing podcasts out there and they interview all sorts of spiritual leaders. And what I've noticed is I have a tell when I know someone's not genuine, they don't answer the question. They're asked a very direct question about, well, what do you do when you experience X? And because they're not experiencing X, 
they have this beautiful response and they bring it around and around and around and around and around. They go through the whole alphabet, but they never get to X. And yes. to me, that's always a tell that if they can't answer the question, it's because they don't have it within them. It's not genuine. Absolutely. And I, and I want to thank you for bringing that up because I'm not, there are some amazing people, like I said, amazing channelers out there. When I watched that, that channeling playlist, amazing. Again, Theo, which um, in case I said you may speak, Theo actually says you may ask, which I love, right? And uh, so many cry on and so many more. Um, with that being said, I also want to say the podcast, if you're watching this, You've probably seen a bunch of different YouTube podcasts. Next Level Soul is one that just kind of blew up on YouTube. And they have all kinds of people. Do does everyone on the, does every one of his guests resonate with me? No. Do I thank him from doing thank you, Alex Ferrari, if you're watching this? Do I am I glad that he put out that podcast? Absolutely, because the message needs to be heard and it needs to be heard tenfold. And he's got the background and the resources to make those videos available for Google Analytics to understand who their viewer is and he's popped. I mean, he's got millions and millions of views. So um, yes, there's some great, there's some great material out there for you and great resources for you out there uh, as you're opening up to spirituality, but just use discernment, right? And, and make sure that they make you feel safe. Um, I want to mention a lot of people coming in spirituality because of the, the moment that they're in. They're suffering. They're in pain. Something's happening to them medically or emotionally. They're in the spaces. Why me? Right? Why am I going? There's got to be more than just this. This is, you know, um, and that's and that makes them even more vulnerable to your point, Jen. Right? As they're discovering what else is there. What's going on? Why am I experiencing all this? And they're looking for all these answers because they're in a place where they might not feel so good about themselves or have a physical issue going on. They need um, they need confirmation of themselves or what else is out there. And being in that vulnerable space, uh, I still want if you're in that vulnerable space, I want to make sure that you still feel safe and not less than in any way that you are somehow um, not as good as you, not a good of person as you can be, or you need to pay some kind of exorbitant amount of money that that's out of your reach that, that you can't afford and to make yourself right in some way, because right. as we bring this all back, it's about looking within, right? When we come on the spiritual journey, the one thing I've learned is looking within for your own happiness. And that ties into, you're talking about the hypnosis, the GHHT. I have to look down because I don't even know all the initials. GHHT, I know. And, um, I don't even know what that's. I think it's quantum hypnosis, something, something. And I happened to uh, watch that, Alex. I was watching an Alex Ferrari episode about this technique, and I've heard about it before. And actually, my um, dad, about 10 years ago, made me aware of her because my dad believes in all of this stuff, for those of you who do not know this. But he brought me to one of their, her practitioners, and I did a hypnosis about my past lives. 
um, I don't remember the healing. There's a bunch of healing questions that are part of the QHHT of, you know, she wants to, for example, as you're being hypnotized, um, this person wants to know why is she having back pain right now? And can you help her heal that in, 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 in talking to your higher self? Uh, and, and sometimes you'll get an answer and sometimes you won't. I will put a link to that episode that I watched for any of those of, for any of you that are interested in that. Uh, because my my experience with the practitioner that I had was more like a seeing past lives. It, it felt like more of a seeing past lives. And then she asked me ten, put, to write down 10 questions about myself. And then she asked those questions to me. And I don't, that... yeah, I don't remember it, but what I don't remember everything. Um, but I'm interested in that because again, because I want to see it myself. I want to talk to myself. I want to see the images for myself. I don't want to, you know, listen. That's not to say that somebody else can't do the work for you, right? There are many practitioners out there, uh, that can look at your past lives for you where you don't have to go into, uh, hypnosis, a shock of records, if I'm pronouncing that right. And uh, many other ways to look at past lives, why you are the way you are, you know, and many other questions you might have, psychic, medium readings, whatever. Um, but but important for me is I want to see it myself. I, I did a reading with a, a shock records person, and she told me about four different lives. One of, the, one of the lives I've got, what? <laughs> Akashic or Akashic. Thank you. Thank you. My blubbering mouth. Okay. Akashic records. <laughs> and um, so she told me four, she spoke four lives. Uh, she told me about four lives. And the first one I got goosebumps on. So, so now that I'm in the mediumship realm and I know that means that it's true, 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 hundred percent. Like, okay. The other three lives, not so much, but I didn't see them. I didn't see them. And whether true or not, I'm, you know, I'm new in the spiritual space. I, I'm a good skeptic. I'll call myself a good skeptic, right? I've got my antennas on and it could be a hundred percent true. It, sure. Why not? But if I was hypnotized and saw those lives in my own head, I would, I would be apt to believe that more, right? I, I would definitely, why is my mind showing me all this stuff? I would believe that more than a, somebody else that I don't even know telling me what those lives were. Right. And you had mentioned your prior experience. You came in with the list of 10 questions you wanted to ask yourself. It wasn't someone saying, okay, we're going to cover this and I'm going to go into this and I'm going to, it wasn't their agenda. It was your agenda. It was, what do you want to know from yourself? So it's a great tool. I haven't done it. Um, I'm a little hesitant, so I'm going to look forward to hearing what Juliet has to share about it. But our main point is you have to go within. It's all about the answers are within you. The healing is within you. And yes, you could have great mentors and great tools by speaking with authentic, genuine healers, medium, psychics, um, life coaches, what have you, but they have to come from a place of love and not fear or hate or control or how they're going to buy their next Porsche or how they're going to buy their McMansion in Michigan. Like I've seen watching the uh, twin flames docu-series. And again, it's my own opinion with respect to them, but it's coming from a place of control and fear, not love. Yes. Any, any practitioner that is going to make you feel 
uh, bad about yourself. And, and the, there's great practitioners that you may not even um, resonate with sometimes. And, and if you didn't get a good reading, most of them will offer you a refund. They'll offer you a refund right then and there. Look, we're just not connecting. We're not on the same page today. I'm so sorry. You know, uh, I'm not sure what's going on. Either let's reschedule or I'll be, be happy to give you a refund. The, the real ones will do that. The ones that are legit will do that. Absolutely. They will. And they'll recognize that you weren't the match fit energetically or whatever else. And uh, like we've learned at Whole Medium Academy, not every medium is for every sitter or client. Exactly. Because every medium has their own experiences and background and comes into it. And you just might not line up. The medium might not line up with your loved ones in the spirit world. And that's okay. That's why there's more mediums developing to bring more love Absolutely. to those and to help connect. And I just, this brings me to another topic of recent experiences. And um, I was doing a mediumship practice circle last weekend. And for the first time, I experienced the spirit world a different way. I am used to raising my vibration like we've talked about. And then getting into this peaceful, serene space. I connected and it was so full of life and so full of energy and there was all this activity I was experiencing and I hadn't felt the spirit world that way before. And I was like, wow, this is what they're doing on the other side. I've been asking, show me what they're doing. Give me some insight. To me, that was a, a step forward in my own development because the spirit world was showing me something I hadn't seen before. And it was like, I was ready to understand that they are really full of life on the other side. It's not like they're all sitting there and meditating. <laughs> you saw there was, there was there a party going on, Jen? What did you see? Yeah, it was more like a dance party and just so <laughs> much activity and so much. And it reminds me um, of the Guardians of the Galaxy. There's a new ride at Epcot in Disney World. And that ride is so much fun. And that's what I felt like when they brought me up into this, you know, when I raised my vibration, I say they brought me up because I feel like spirit has a hand in everything. They help us get there. So when I got to the world of energy, I felt like I was on the Guardian of the Galaxy's ride at Disney World. And it was, it was beautiful. And I, that's the first time I came away from a practice session so energized and full of love and joy. It was like, I got connected in a way I've never been connected before. And it was so beautiful. You got a healing. It sounds like a healing. Yeah, right. That's why we do this work, because I think part of ourselves, we're healing part of ourselves as we're, we're healing others um, in any way, shape or form spiritually that that comes to be, whether it's mediumship, channeling, psychic readings, um, sound, Reiki, you know, there's so many different energy um, practitioners uh, and light workers that, that I'm probably not even, I don't even know of since I'm <laughs> just beginning on this journey, but absolutely. It's, a, it's, it's bringing love to ourselves and bringing love to others. And that's where bringing back our whole conversation of spiritual fraud if it is not bringing love to you or others please take a second look at it it needs review it needs your discernment it need you need to look inside of why you're really doing this um and and then move forward with with whatever decision that you make 
Absolutely. I think now's a good time for us to take a break and do our automatic writing and ask how to avoid spiritual frauds. Yeah. And it's such a negative word. I was, you know, I am kind of hesitant to, to ask that question like that, uh, but it'll be interesting to hear what they say. So. So Juliet, what message did you get in response to the question we posed? Uh, got a very interesting message. And when I do automatic writing, I just start typing away. I don't even think. Um, but then when they, the first sentence they said something, I'm like, oh, God, where are they going with this? Uh, they referred to last man standing. So I'm like, what do you mean by last man standing? So let me go ahead and read the message. Ah, Juliet, you wish to speak about fraud. We wish to call it last man standing. How can one speak of the light when they themselves are light withholding? We mean to say they withhold light from others as well as themselves. They come to think they are the last man standing with these messages of light. They think they can only redeem themselves by redeeming others. We say one must look within. How does one do this when someone preaches of the good that comes from reaching out and doing other things? We say to look within, you must have an understanding of love. No love for yourself and then look within. Hard for some, we so understand. For the some who cannot find love within themselves just yet, we ask you to write 10 sentences about love. How do you see love? Write 10 more. What do you wish love to look like, especially for yourselves? For example, we want you to start with a sentence. We want you to start a sentence with, I see love when I see a child hugging their mother. Then the next set of 10 can start off with, I wish to be hugged by myself. And when I hug myself, I want to give love to myself. This is only the beginning of what can be. For those who are listening and want more as they have already found love while looking within, we say as you are lured to watch these type of episodes of unworthiness, we ask you to say a prayer for others who are watching and witnessing these untruths. Shine your light and give love to those who portray themselves in these reels of time as one, one of God, and pray love be shown. This can only be for, for the love of God knows is one of greatness, the greatness that is you, the greatness that is God. It's all the same, my dear ones. So that was the message they gave me. Um, last man standing. Very interesting how they said last man standing. The one, the last, they think they're the last ones that can give hope to others and, and, and they're it, right? Um, wow. Very interesting way of putting things. And then, you know, for, for those who are lured by that to, uh, they give it, they gave an example on how to do that, right? 10 sentences of how you think love looks like, and then write 10 sentences of how you think love should be for yourself. And they gave examples. Wonderful, wonderful. Thank you. I'm going to say thank you, guys. <laughs> and I really appreciate how they, in my view, taught us to be compassionate, to understand that these last people standing are mis so misguided within themselves. And so for Jen, for you, who were, were, you were so shocked. I mean, you just couldn't believe how could, how could the spiritual leader be and lead all these people? And um, they told you at the end, the message that, that I received is at the end, say a prayer for them. 
right? Shine your light on those, on those people that were alert. Uh, you know, as you're watching this in shock, just, just pray for those people. Um, and people out there that are currently in that type of situation, uh, because in the end, God, God says we're all one. Right. And so just pray for them. And, and I thought that right coming from compassion, a great way to, to take that uh, message. Yeah, totally agree. Okay. So I too was a little concerned where my message was going to go and what they were giving me. Here's their response. There are many who do not have the best intentions for humans, both those in other dimensions and the human world. Know the light is greater than all other energies. How bright is your sun? How warm is your sun? Imagine that brightness and warmth as you explore your spiritual paths. When you don't feel that brightness or warmth, ask the question, is this for me? And when you hear or feel the answer is no, don't waste your own brightness and lightness on fueling theirs. Stay true to yourselves and your core essence of love and light. Wow, that was a very straightforward message. Don't give them your energy, for sure, for sure. Uh, I learned that lesson a long time ago at a job I used to have where I used to call people up and I was a telemarketer calling businesses. Okay. No hate mail or no hate comments out there from people who got a collection call. Um, and, but I called businesses asking them for money and I used to get mad. They'd hang up on me, even though they owed money, you know, this wasn't a personal person. This was a business and, and businesses have their troubles as well. Um, but I don't need to be yelled at. I'm sorry, you know, that, that you're in the situation you're in. Uh, but then I realized I was giving them all my power by letting them, letting them make me so angry. I was giving them my power and, uh, your guides just totally, uh, acknowledge that, right? Don't let your light, uh, be given to them, so to speak. So thank you. That was, that was an amazing message. Well, and I love how they tell you to ask yourself and when you hear or feel that it's not right trust that exactly that. yes yeah and, and and they confirm that trust what you're feeling inside you know um your gut may say no but then your ego right is trying to say well if you don't do this then you're not going to get this but deep inside you're like i really don't feel like i should be doing this trust your gut exactly and one other thing I would just like to clarify, I kept calling this, this docu-series Woman of God. I've been so disturbed by what it was all about that I didn't even have the name right. And it is Love Has Won, The Cult of Mother God. So we want to thank you for listening to our PSA. We didn't know exactly where this episode was going to go. We had some goals in mind and we just feel it's so important to focus on yourself and what works for you and the love in your heart. And thank you for bearing with us. If we sounded like we were very convicted at times or speaking with passion, it's because we care about people not being misled. Yes, I can get very preachy at times. So I do apologize if, if that rubbed you the wrong way. Um, you know, Jen has one way of delivering things and I have another, and we just hope that we resonated with one with you in some way, shape or form just to make, and, and this episode, like she said, we didn't know where we were going with it. Uh, we just wanted to let you know that um, you don't have to believe everything that's out there on the spiritual journey. You just don't. 
We'd love to hear your comments on spiritual fraud. And have you had any things that have happened to you which didn't resonate with you? I'm sure community would like to, to hear about those as well as positive things. And if you'd like this type of conversation and like to be a part of this community, we sure love a thumbs up.